another week, some more recruiting talk. Alabama got a big commitment yesterday. Could they be getting one Wednesday at 1 o'clock? You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good, good. Just doing good. Yourself? Oh, just ducky. Uh, look, some good recruiting news for Alabama and uh, Jordan Renaud the other day. That's awesome. Um, yep. Needed the defensive lineman, and uh, he's a good one. He's uh, You had predicted he would shoot up the ranks. I think he went from number 69 to number 67. Uh, hey, hey. It's right not again. shooting, but it's, uh, right it's going up. It counts. Claiming now, Claiming we've got another one potentially that is going to commit Wednesday at one o'clock. And that's Jalen Hale. This is a wide receiver out of Texas. Um, again, top 100 guy for the most part and uh, very, very good player. Maybe not the most polished route runner, but uh, he is a very, very good player. Alabama would love to have him. And in the end, it seems like it's going to come down to Alabama and Texas. Uh, I just saw a report from on three's very own, Andrew Bone, who said he's very, very close to putting in a uh, uh, prediction for Alabama. However, there are people on the Texas boards who are saying they're very close to putting in a prediction for Texas. So what's going to happen? Well, this is my read when that happens. I mean, look, you know, Alabama, I mean, we don't know. You know, schools aren't allowed to comment on, on recruiting while it's ongoing and while kids are still in high school. Uh, so we don't get – you know, Alabama's take on things. But, but but basically what happens sometimes is a kid is saying all the right things about Alabama. So Alabama has every reason to be optimistic. But we don't know. And when I say we, I mean on three and I mean Alabama. We don't know what's going on with, between him and Texas. What if he's saying all the same stuff to him? You know, what, what, what if it, what if the same good vibes we're getting from Jalen Hale on the Alabama end Texas is getting on their end. I mean, that sometimes happens. And and of course it sometimes happens. People need to understand that or or just figure that out. So that's why you get a situation where Andrew Bone from Alabama on three is going, hey, this looks pretty good. And Joe, I think his name is, uh, Joe Cook over on the Texas site is going, uh, hey, this is uh, looking pretty good over here. <laughs> so, so basically what I would tell people is this. I mean, this is the way I feel about Jalen Hale. I think he's going to go to Alabama. I do. I, I, I'm, I'm predicting here that, uh, that it's going to be Alabama. But I'd also advise people that if you're wagering on this, uh, be prepared to lose your money because I, I don't know. I, and, and I think if Bone knew, he would be more adamant, and he's not. So uh, we think this is Alabama, and that would be great if it is. Uh, if it's not, I, I like our position with Jaron Hamilton, who – in my mind, is a very similar player in terms of where I would rank these kids. Uh, but uh, I, I think it's going to be Jalen Hale to Alabama on Wednesday, and I'm optimistic, uh, but I am not certain. Oh, man. Yes, I'm muted. Yeah, the Alabama-Texas. Oh, oh, I was getting a call. I thought my I thought my call screwed up the uh, – I thought my call screwed up the podcast. 
No, but it normally does. Um, but, uh, you know, the Alabama-Texas dynamic, I mean, both of them being in the SEC shortly, uh, the tight game they had this year, Texas being coached by a former Alabama offensive coordinator, um, Alabama having a lot of Texas success in the recruiting ranks, and now they're going head-to-head a little bit more often, it seems. Uh, this thing's going to get interesting between the two of these schools. I mean, they, we've got a natural rivalry really brewing with these cats, even though they're a couple of states away from us. But, you know, it, it just brings me back to when the SEC eventually does go ahead and expand, and I think that'll be sooner rather than later, now especially. Um, I really do hope we go to this pod system uh, where – and maybe Texas is somebody that – I don't know if they'd be in our pod necessarily, but it sure would be interesting, wouldn't it? Oh, I would love to play Texas all the time. I think that for some reason that Alabama versus Texas has a a natural rivalry to it or a natural feel to it, which is crazy because I think we've only played them 10 times ever, ever. I know our trip to Austin was the first time in 100 years. Uh, And by the way, when I say it wasn't my first trip to Austin, 100 years, although I'm sure it looks like it at times, but – no, I would love an Alabama-Texas annual rivalry. It's certainly a rivalry in recruiting. Uh, we have gone head-to-head with them for a lot of players the last few years as Alabama's emphasis in the last decade has shifted to Texas. As soon as Texas A&M was added to the SEC, we felt like that really opened a door for Alabama, and we feasted on Texas players. And uh, hopefully the feast continues uh, Wednesday at 1 p.m. That would be great. Let me go ahead and tell everybody about LinkedIn now these days – Every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. We have been using this at Robinson Iron and some of the other companies around here, and I know everybody absolutely loves it. It is a fantastic resource. Look, uh, they got simple tools, they got screening questions to make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills, whatever you need. They got it at LinkedIn Jobs. It helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to and helps you find them faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash college. That's LinkedIn.com slash college to post your job for free terms and conditions may and surely will apply. Um, Jimmy, I want to go through a few of these other things that um, – Andrew Bone brought up. And um, one of the ones is very interesting here. Okay. This kid named, I think it's Arian Carter, A R I O N Carter, uh, who's committed to Memphis right now. He's a linebacker prospect. He's only a three star on the consensus. He is a four star on on three, is what it looks like. 6'1, 210 pounds from Smyrna, Tennessee. And um, the staff really likes him. Here's the thing I, I, I have no problem saying this. I saw his uh, – he, he Auburn was looking at him or something in one of their recruiting right. notes, and I kind of chuckled because I was like, ha-ha, this guy's unranked. Auburn's really bottom of the barrel here. And then I noticed that he was going to Alabama, so I said, well, I better check him out. I like the, <laughs> the dude a lot. Listen to this, Jimmy. He, is, he has a 30 on his ACT and a 3.79 GPA. Now, Alabama's just starting their relationship with him. Um, he is ranked a four-star now on, on on three. He was unranked, I think, before this latest rankings update. But, you know, Alabama certainly still going after some other linebackers like Quay Russell and all those guys. But it wouldn't shock me at all 
if Carter were in this class? I mean, what do you think about him? Uh, definitely kicking the tires on him. Uh, everything trending in a positive direction there. Uh, I love him. Look, sometimes new names emerge. I mean, this is a senior year guy, I mean, which is fun for me. I like him when this happens. But it's not like so much he just all of a sudden woke up and was a different player. Uh, his story is this guy has been primarily at his high school a running back. And he was pretty good. I mean, that's how we got the attention of Memphis and other group of five type schools is uh, he's a good running back prospect. But then uh, because of injuries and basically at his request, uh, he has moved to linebacker. And uh, wow, wow, he has wow tape at linebacker. This kid is just a defender, uh, really good. Now, I'm going to invoke uh, the name Sunterine Perkins here in Mississippi because to me, they share a lot of similarities. Perkins also a running back. Perkins also with very similar measurables to Arion Carter. Um, I mean, they were uh, Will linebackers. I mean, projected to play the exact same spot in Alabama's uh, defense. Now, I'm not saying this guy has a plan B to Perkins. In, in fact, I think he's almost a plan A uh, to Perkins now. I mean, you just – you can't – you just sometimes this happens where you just find a guy late. And and what happened when we found him? Oh, we found about the same time Tennessee, USC, and Michigan have all offered this kid in the past 24 hours. So he's a national story. He's not just, oh, Alabama thinks this guy might be good. He's blowing up into a national thing. And uh, then you throw in the intangibles. I was excited about him before I watched the tape just because I knew Vandy had offered and so had Wake Forest. And they 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 only offer high-achieving academic kids. Uh, I, I like this kid. And uh, I'll, I'll just say in terms of the whole package, I don't care where he's ranked. I like him more than Perkins in Mississippi uh, at this juncture. Uh, and he's projected to play the same spot. So uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm excited about Carter, and I think it's something that could really happen. Uh, Alabama continues to take a long look. I think they've only met him one time in person, and uh, they want to continue evaluating. It's not a, a done deal just yet, but uh, I like Alabama's spot here. But uh, pretty much all the big programs in the country are now uh, looking at this guy. I wouldn't be shocked if he got Georgia and Texas and Ohio State-type offers soon either. Yeah, I could certainly see that. Um, I, I think, you know, guys like this, it, it happens sometimes. I mean, he, I don't even know necessarily that you call him a late bloomer. It sounds like um, he, he just found his groove. He found where he oh, needed to be playing. He just and, found, uh, the, he found the right position for him. Hey, and this happens. You know, the best football players can play multiple positions. This guy was a good running back, too. But when you're at your best position – it's not a projection anymore, right? I mean, I talk about this all the time of Brace and Hubbard because a lot of Alabama fans see him as the quarterback and they don't understand why you take a quarterback and project him to be a safety. And like I've said all along about Hubbard, let's say he never played a snap a quarterback in his life and he's been playing DB since day one at Ocean Springs. Who's to say he's not one of the top 50 players in the country with 35 offers? I mean, when it's a projection – it's a little harder to evaluate with Arian Carter. I imagine a lot of people are like, man, I sure would like to take a look at him, a linebacker. <laughs> and and now he's playing linebacker and it's like, wow. Yeah. And I mean, there, there has certainly been some success stories about guys like him and, and quick story. Look, for everybody the likes guys who are stargazers. Quick, quick story. Everybody likes these it's a true story about a, a, a favorite of Alabama fans, Mark Barron. 
he played offense, really, most of his ninth, 10th, and 11th grade years at St. Paul's. He was playing offense, though every major college that saw him said, this guy needs to be playing defense. We like him, but he needs to be playing defense. He just didn't play defense. Then, like, his senior year, game one or two, they move him to defense. This is what all the colleges have been waiting for, right? But he plays at a, a private school, and so they actually play him at linebacker, even though everybody, including Alabama, likes him at safety. So, like, I think this is practically the first time he ever came in on defense. He's playing arch nemesis UMS. They put him in on the goal line at middle linebacker. He makes all four tackles, including the fourth down play. They went for it first and goal, second goal, third and goal, fourth and goal. Barron makes all the tackles and makes all the plays. And I remember watching that, and I remember for three years going, I can't wait to see him on defense. And I'm like, wow, we were all right about this one. You know, yeah. he needs to be playing defense. That was incredible. And I think here's to me, this situation's pretty similar to, to Mark Barron. Now, this guy's going to be a true linebacker, unlike Barron, who ended up being a safety at Alabama and then a linebacker in the NFL. Yeah, it's another story along that same vein is I was in a box with some friends for the Alabama Arkansas game. I guess it was 2000 and maybe 13 when um uh, Derrick Henry broke off an 80-yard yeah. run right at the end of the game. And uh, right before, right when he came in, everybody goes, God, that guy's huge. I said, yeah, he's probably going to end up moving the linebacker, I bet you. And, like, <laughs> the next play, he goes 80 yards. Everybody's like, man, that's a hell of a linebacker, Luke. I was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's why I like, to keep, I like to keep most of the things I think in my brain and not say them outwardly. Uh, let me go ahead and tell everybody about uh, Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchup, news, podcasts, including this year's games from all levels. BetOnline is your continued source for your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and SCOs. The fastest and easiest way to check on all your favorite sports events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, NFL, college football, boxing, golf, whatever you want, they got it at BetOnline.net. Head to the website there. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline is where the game starts. Um, just wanted to throw this in there. And then I really wanted to talk about some – just overall SEC stuff again. We'll start talking about Vandy tomorrow, I think. Um, DJ Lagway from Willis, Texas, who is a five-star quarterback in the 2024 class, he announced his top ten, Alabama, Arkansas, Baylor, Clemson, Florida, Georgia, LSU, Oklahoma, A&M, and USC. Um, I mean, look, when you get it down to a top ten, it, look, it's nice to be in it, but you're essentially like – like 10% of college football is in your top 10, essentially. I mean, and really even more than that, because you know he's not going to some schools. So, I mean, you could say he really hadn't narrowed it down all that much. But um, I think Alabama certainly will be a factor here. Uh, very athletic kid. I, I like him a lot. What do you think about Lagway? Uh, fantastic player. A uh, real contender to be the top quarterback in the nation in the 24 class. Could be number one. Uh I think today I would say A&M is going to be tough to beat there. It's more local, you know, to A&M. And uh, as we know, they're pretty good at, at recruiting, you know. Uh, I think it's going to be A&M. I do think Alabama is in this. I think even if he had – put it this way, I, I wouldn't know. But if he had a top eight, I think Alabama would be in it. If he had a top six, I think Alabama would be in it. 
I don't know about a top four yet. So it's just kind of early. I don't think Lagway is going to be making a decision too soon. Uh, Alabama loves to evaluate – let's be honest. Alabama loves to evaluate the hell out of quarterbacks. I mean, they they do not make a quick decision on that position, and they strongly prefer working with the kid one-on-one in a camp-type situation before they make a decision, if at all possible. Uh, and, and they had a lot of quarterbacks in this past summer that were in that 24 class, and uh, I, I don't know. I, I just think it's too early. But it's nice to be in the top ten because th- this again is, is is probably the number one quarterback uh, in the class. Well, him and uh, this cat from Arizona is really good too. That I think's already committed to Ohio State. Uh, he's a good. He's a real good player too. Um, just thinking about some SEC SEC stuff overall. First of all, Alabama, uh, Arkansas. To no one's surprise, will be on CBS. Um, I'm almost certain. I mean, I would be shocked if game day weren't there. Assuming Arkansas beats if Texas Arkansas AM. beats AM. Yeah, here's the thing. What's weird about that is A&M is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, I don't understand it. That that makes no sense to me. So I'm the kind of guy that's going to say, I'm going to put 200 bucks on um, Arkansas, and then Arkansas is going to lose by 10 because Vegas knows something I don't. But I really don't get that. I did dig a little deeper. Arkansas, in terms of pass defense, is god-awful. I mean, god-awful. So, I mean, statistically. Now, I don't know about – on, on the field, maybe they've given up a bunch of BS stuff late in games that's really hurt them. I don't know. It's hard to tell. You know, stats can be tricky three games in. But, um, man, I'm shocked that A&M is favored in that game. Uh, but let's just assume Arkansas does win that game. I would – I'd be shocked if, if game day weren't there. Like, you talk about a fever pitch and calling the hogs and woo-suey and all that stuff. And then what's weird about that – Alabama will probably be the CBS night game, I would think, uh, against Texas A&M the next week. Now, I wouldn't expect game day to be there because A&M will now will have had two losses by that time, at least two losses, maybe even another one against somebody like Mississippi State. Um, but then you go to Tennessee, and I think it's very fair to consider Tennessee's undefeated when Alabama gets there. So I would suspect that's a CBS game, and I would also suspect that's a game day game. I don't think game day is going to uh, do all these Alabama games because there's enough Bama fatigue out there. I'm, I'm just guessing. I'm, I, but I don't but know. it's already- not really it's not really Bama games per se. It's the environment yeah. of the other team. It's the other team that is literally the excitement draw because if these games right. were all in Tuscaloosa, I mean, I think the A&M game is going to be a big atmosphere in Tuscaloosa because of what happened in the offseason. I don't know, uh, but boy – the way I look at it, Luke, is man, what a brutal stretch of games. What a brutal stretch of games. At Arkansas and at Tennessee with AM and, and who beat us last year, sandwiched in between. I mean And then Mississippi State. You know, it's been, let's be honest. I mean, I'm sure people around the nation are smirking at Utah State and 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 you know, Monroe and now Vandy and people are smirking. Uh hey. Wipe the smirks off your face. It's coming for Alabama. That's that's brutal. I, I don't know many teams that would survive that. That's what's frustrating when I see, you know, some fans with negative, you know, takes on 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 some things about, oh, we're going to beat Arkansas or, or, or whatever it is. But who, who, who else would? I mean, let's just pick out Ohio State, Luke. I mean, I know Ohio State would be favored, but here's my opinion. If Ohio State played at Arkansas and at Tennessee – I would bet money they would lose one of those games. I would. 
I think they would lose one. Uh, I, Georgia, I don't know. They're just playing so well. But I think history and logic says they would lose one. Uh, it's just not going to be an easy thing to do to sweep those two. And and thankfully, those games are so tough. I don't know. If you're in Alabama, uh, maybe you survive uh, losing one of the two and you're still a, a very solidly in the playoff mix. Maybe. It's, it's going to be – that Arkansas game, man, that's going to have some hype, and I can't wait to do a crossover episode with our uh, uh, locked on – I think it's is it, I think it's locked on Hog. No, he's not locked on Hog. I think he's locked on Razorbacks. It is locked, locked on, on Razorbacks. Razorbacks. Because we were talking, we were like, you should have been locked on Hogs. That's so easy. It rolls off the tongue, you know. That's what you should be. But um, he, he's <laughs> a super dude. I'm sure he appreciated the uh, marketing uh, <laughs> the marketing advice. From two guys who – he appreciated it from two guys who normally can't operate their own cameras. Hey, I'm, uh, I mean, on three, we're doing a podcast, and we've been told by the bosses that uh, we need a unique name, a unique name to the podcast, and not Bama uh, in the name. I mean, so so we've been we've been so it's been kind of fun the last few days. We've been tossing around potential names. <laughs> some of some of them would probably not not work well, and I like a few, and I I don't know what we're going with. We're going to make a decision by Friday. We're talking not going to not going to be locked on hogs. Talking Tuscaloosa is as uh, good. Not going to do that. Not going to do that to us. Um, let me see. Uh, boy, I'm I'm going to need to take a minute. I might come up with some for y'all. Well, I think that, I like, if you have a, I like, if you have a suggestion, give it to us out there. I liked this one. Uh, things Kristen Sabin wants to say. <laughs> that sounds like a George Carlin bit. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I'm like, we probably need to pass this one through legal. All right, buddy. That's going to do it for today. We will be back tomorrow starting to get you ready for Vanderbilt. The Commodores will be rolling into town. And as that guy once said, Bama, you're next. Do you remember he even said it with like this high-pitched sort of the Vanderbilt Fender guy? Voice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to look back and just ask him this because I can't remember. Is this the best Vanderbilt team since James Franklin was there? No, yeah, I mean, cool. I think – no. I think that team we beat the dog crap out of in seven – in six – that I was – It was – two 16. was freshman year, 17. It was two was freshman year. So, that was 17. They beat Kansas State, which I guess just automatically qualifies them for that. Uh you know, best Vandy team, I, I, you know, if they beat Kansas State, I guess. So we'll say best one since 17, but I, I get the feeling this is the best one for a while, since a while. All right, buddy. We will talk tomorrow. Until then, roll tide. Roll tide.